Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. Big stories, big guests, the big picture. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge. Weekdays 1230 to 3, 770 CHQR. Well, of course, that investigation continues into the uh, bus crash that um, killed 16 members uh, of the humble Broncos family. And there's a lot of question, obviously, about the role that the truck driver played in this crash. How was it that that semi-truck came to be in the intersection? Why didn't it stop at the stop sign? Now, at this point, the driver is not been charged. Uh, we, we heard last week from police, and they're, they're still investigating this. But I think it's, it prompted a conversation about, you know, should we be concerned about some of the people on the road behind these very large vehicles? Are they qualified? Are they capable? And there's an interesting article we came across today. Now, CBC spoke with some in the, uh, in the industry, a driving instructor in Swift Current, for example. Reg Lewis says he and other driving instructors are knowingly sending hundreds of ill-prepared semi-trailer drivers onto Canada's highways and streets every year. Says they have no choice. Instructors aren't allowed to fail a student who can pass the most basic written and road exams, many of them, uh, which many of them describe as a joke. So is it too easy to get a license? Is it too easy to get behind the wheel uh, of one of these big semi-trailers? So what do we need to do to make the roads safer? Do we need tougher exams? Do we need mandatory training? And some of these changes, that's exactly what the Canadian Trucking Alliance uh, has been pushing for. Uh, joining us to talk more about all of this is their president, uh, Stephen Laskowski. Uh, Steve, great to have you with us here. Welcome to the program. Thanks a lot for having me, Rob. Give us an overview of how it works right now. I think th- this is provincial jurisdiction, right? So each province has its own rules? Absolutely. And uh, I, I think the best way to answer this, Rob, for your uh, listeners, is to understand that uh, every truck driver must be licensed and pass a license to operate on a public highway. That's a pretty straightforward fact. The reality is, though, that licenses are a minimum requirement to legally operate on a public highway. For the vast majority of trucking companies that embrace a culture of safety, uh, they recognize that just having a license doesn't mean you're prepared to operate a commercial motor vehicle for the trucking industry. So what do those companies do, the vast majority that embrace the culture of safety? They then go through a hiring process, select that individual, bring them into their um, company. They may start out on the dock. They may work out in the yard as a shunt driver, meaning just moving trailers around in the yard. They may then start slowly going between yards and warehouses, local warehouses, and then gradually get onto the highway, even perhaps partnering with another driver. So, that is the the progress across Canada in terms of how this should work with good operators, the vast majority of safe operators. That doesn't mean that happens in all the case, because unfortunately we do have a small segment in our industry that do not embrace the culture of safety. And what can be done about that? 
Well, I think you start with mandatory entry-level training. Uh, you raise the bar and recognize that a license to operate a truck isn't an occupational standard. That by raising the bar of licensing, like they've done in the province of Ontario, to reflect more of the realities and the requirements to operate a truck on a public highway for the trucking industry, that is a good place to start. Then the next place to start is to start to identify and work with governments to find ways to get at that bottom portion of our industry, that small portion of our industry that don't embrace the culture of safety and direct enforcement there to do one of two things, either change the behavior or get these types of companies and drivers out of our business. Let's go back to, to the testing and the licensing. Now, who, who's responsible for testing drivers and, and awarding licenses? Well, that, that, is a, that is a provincial authority. Okay. Um, some driving instructors, and we have the story this week where a few have spoken out and said, yeah, I mean, it's, it's too easy. Uh, and, and even if, you know, the, these, these drivers pa- or fail to pass the, the written portion, that they're really not allowed to actually fail them. Well, here, here's where I, w- I, I would take not umbrage with what is happening in that, with that particular school. I do not know that particular school. I do not know that particular person. But does this happen? Yes. But who are these people? Who is he training for? And why is he training to that standard? I got to tell you, the vast majority of trucking companies that, I, as I said before, I'm going to sound like a broken record, Rob, that embrace the culture of safety would never hire people from that school. And in fact, would only work with schools that train drivers to get to the standard required for our our industry. So, you know, is this symbolic of that small percentage of our industry? Perhaps. I don't know the particular circumstances. But I can tell you, the good trucking companies, the vast majority of good trucking companies and their driving schools work together that produce a professional truck driver, which we, I'm proud to say, the vast majority of drivers in Western Canada and in Eastern Canada are exactly that, true professionals. Right, because I, I think, as you're saying, once someone passes a test and gets a license, there, there is or should still be a, a lot of training that occurs. So where do we need to address it? Then if we make the, the test and the exams tougher, does that address some of the problem, or is it more important to address it with the on-the-job training? Well, Rob, I think you start with raising the bar. In Ontario now, it's 103 hours of mandatory training before you become uh, can even challenge the test. And that, that 103 hours reflects one-on-one training. It actually reflects operating on a public highway, which may or may not be the case in some provinces. It also involves actually putting a load, maybe not the heaviest of loads, but a load onto the trailer so you actually feel the operating characteristics of a truck empty and loaded are very different. So that is an excellent place to start. Uh, once you start there, then it becomes a, what I will refer to a bigger safety issue. The symbolic nature of a trucking company that has their own training program and their own graduated training program means most likely 99.9% of the time, Rob, that they're also adhering to safety, to maintenance, to fatigue management, to the environmental rules. Those that don't have those types of programs in place may also have issues in other areas. So that comes down to on-road enforcement and carrier enforcement 
and perhaps the question of, is it too easy to become a trucking company in Canada? Well, and, and who's responsible for that? Is that also provincial? That is provincial. I, I mean, I think for, for trucking companies, I understand the position they're in. A lot of them are, are having trouble finding drivers, and, and it can be difficult. And it would be great if everybody on the road had 10 years' experience or more, and everybody who was looking for a job in the industry had that experience. But I guess the, the reality is that's that's just not, not happening. Well, I can assure you this, Rob, um, and I'll tell this by through a story, and, and your, your listeners can, can check this out themselves. Right now, the economy in Canada and for the trucking industries is, is pretty darn good. Uh, there are probably more loads than trucks available in certain segments of the market. Uh, but you will drive around, uh, whether it's in Calgary or Edmonton and or any elsewhere in Alberta, and you'll see trucks parked at the side of the fence. And I can assure you, more often than not, the, what the reason it is in, 20, in 2018, in April of 2018, is... In fact, Rob, those companies have made the ethical and safety-conscious decision of not hiring a body that's licensed to operate their truck because they cannot find someone, indeed, who they believe is ready to operate that truck. So what do they do? They park it before they would actually put someone in there just to make revenue. Yeah. I can tell you this, uh, and I'm very proud of this. Our tru- The trucking industry and the vast majority of safe carriers will park a truck and lose revenue before they put an unsafe driver behind that wheel. Now, does that happen all the time, Rob? No. Uh, but that's symbolic more of the need to raise the melt standard and then to work with provinces to identify carriers that actually hire these these type of people. Well, and yeah, I mean, for the for the public, I mean, you know, we, we have a vested interest on both sides here. Obviously, we want safe roads. We want experienced drivers uh, on the roads. But we, we also need, need these trucks bringing products to market. I mean, it's a, a crucial component of the economy. Uh, absolutely, Rob. But safety is always the first decision. Always needs to be the first decision. So in terms of where we start then, as you say, it, it, it's already the case in Ontario, mandatory training is probably then a logical place to start. Absolutely. Well, let's uh, hope it gets uh, the attention it needs. Uh, more at cantruck.ca. Uh, that's the website for the Canadian Trucking Alliance. Steve, thanks so much for joining us here today. Really appreciate this. Thanks a lot for the opportunity, Rob. You got Steve Laskowski with the Canadian Trucking Alliance talking about the need for what he said, mandatory training. And maybe we need to make a tougher to get the license in the first place. So what's your sense of how big a problem this is and how we fix it? Let's see what Les has to say. Les, thanks for calling in. Thanks for having me. Uh, it's more than just training and getting a license. Uh, I've seen driver. I used to be a class one truck driver until I developed that web shows on the road for over 25 years. Uh, it's more than it's more than just acquiring a license and and uh, 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 going down the road or even training. I have seen drivers. I mean, one of the biggest biggest problems in the trucking industry is is uh, the fraudulent use of logbooks. Uh, I know drivers that have, that have driven around for three or four years, three or four different logbooks, and this is this this is actually uh, uh, promoted by the by the company. Uh, yeah, there, there's a lot of uh, companies out there that, that are safety reliant, and there's a lot of dispatchers out there that, that that are pushing for the bottom line, regardless of safety. I used to work for one, and I, after after three weeks, I left. Uh, 
So it's not just it's not just getting the license. It's the, it's the whole industry. We have we have satellite technology out there that can actually shut a, shut down a vehicle. I mean, they do with leased cars. Well, mm-hmm. we could have, we could have technology there that can shut down a truck. If, if it's exceeding speed, if it's going through a stop sign, if it's if it's consistently doing infractions, shut that truck down or make it so that it can't start the next time it's stopped, right? And it, yeah. it, it, it's the whole issue. It's not just it's not just driver training. It's not just driver's license. I, I haven't heard nothing about dispatch training because it's the dispatch that are that are pushing these drivers, many of them beyond their limits. And you know, it's not just the trucking industry. Uh, you know, if we start looking at the buses, Greyhound buses, and it's the whole transportation, it's the whole, it's the whole commercial driver industry that has to, that somebody has to take a very serious look at this. Yeah, well said. Let's appreciate the phone call. So there you go. Uh, he's he's seen the industry from all sides. Says it, it goes a lot deeper. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge, starting at twelve thirty on News Talk seven seventy Calgary.